Hey, everybody, welcome to the Balance Boss Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Zoller, and it's time for our fourth and final episode of my four-part series where I break down my life coaching process, also known as my life mastery, Four Pillars of Transformation. This is the process that I use with all of my life coaching clients to elicit change and help them step into their full, aligned, brilliant self. So make sure that you have a pen and paper handy because this episode is going to be full of useful information that will help you shift any area of your life that doesn't feel aligned. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome to the Balanced Boss Podcast, where we discuss how to live abundantly in all areas of your life. Here is your host and work-life balance coach, Lauren Zola. All right, so we made it to pillar four. And as I mentioned in the previous episodes of this four-part series, if you haven't listened to pillar one, two, and three, and you're just starting on this episode, I highly suggest that you go back to the beginning and re-listen to all three episodes leading up to this one. It's really important that you've listened and completed all of the exercises from pillar one, pillar two, and pillar three to gain full benefit of what I'm going to teach you in this episode. So if you haven't done so already, take a moment, pause this recording, go back and give the other three episodes a listen. This process builds on pillar to pillar. So do yourself a favor and just go do it. I promise you will thank me later. If you're ready for pillar four, I want to give you a quick recap of pillar three just to refresh your brain. So in pillar three, we broke down defining your core values. So finding these new values that you're operating from now that you're starting to shift, I took you into the purpose discovery matrix and gave you questions for you to answer to get to the root of why you are here. And we also outlined a new life roadmap for you using my mind map system. So at this point, after you've completed pillar one, pillar two, and pillar three, you're now ready to step into pillar four. In pillar one, I invited you to deeper awareness and understanding of what in your life needed shifting. In pillar two, I gave you all of the spiritual grounding tools to support you as you begin to tap into your new reality. And in pillar three, I gave you the modalities to shift your limiting beliefs and to get you to all of the places that you need to be to own your new reality. You now have an overall picture of exactly where you need to go. And you have the tools to be able to get there. Now it's time to make it a reality. So let's dive right in. So pillar four is what I like to call emerging. You get to get excited in this pillar because your actual new reality is going to unfold for you. So in pillar four, you're going to learn a new way of setting goals based on emotional outcomes versus physical outcomes that will lead you to deep success and fulfillment if followed correctly. And notice that with a new reality always comes new strong boundaries that you're going to need to set for yourself. So we're going to dive into setting clear boundaries for mental clarity and stability as you navigate this new normal for yourself. So the three final steps that we're going to dive into today are setting emotion-based goals, how to set up a mentor team for success once your goals are set, and then what to do when a detour happens how you find accountability. So the last step is detour accountability. So if you have your life mind map from the previous pillar, I want you to go ahead and pull it out and have it in front of you. And I want you to zero in on one thing on the life mind map 
that you're going to set goals in first. So let's say that you set a a relationship goal that by the end of 2021, you wanted to be in a loving, committed, aligned relationship with someone else. And now what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself this question. When I reach this goal, how will I feel? And I want you to come up with a one word adjective that describes exactly how you are going to feel when you reach this goal. Now, usually with clients, I will take a big goal like that and break it down so that it's digestible to be able to meet different milestones to get to the final goal. But the reason that we ask ourselves, how do I want to feel when I reach this goal is so that we can start to set the framework for our body and our brain to feel that emotion on a daily basis. If you've broken down or heard of the law of attraction, the more that you stay in a positive state of what it is that you want to call in in your life and you recreate experiences for yourself on a daily basis that elicit that emotion, the more experiences you will have that will call in that same emotion that you want to feel. So it's important that when you set a tangible goal that you always ask yourself, what is the emotion that I want to feel when I get there? Because if you break it down, it's never really the car that you want to have as a result of X, Y, or Z, or the house that you want to move into. It's the emotions associated with obtaining the car or building the house that you want to live in that you're really going after. So every goal that you set in your life has an emotion tied to it. And if you can get clear on that emotion, if you can make it a daily goal for yourself to do something that elicits that same emotion that you want to feel as a result of reaching that goal, you're more likely to send the energetic vibration out into the universe to call that goal into existence. Now, there are other things that you need to do when it comes to setting goals, but it's really important that you tie into the actual emotion associated with getting to a certain goal in your life. And this is really important because if you can start to tap into that, you may start to realize that the actual goals that you have set for yourself aren't the emotions that you want to feel, and you can set bigger goals for yourself. So it's important as you start to look at your mind map to start to place emotions on every goal that you want to reach for yourself. And if you start to break your large goals down into micro goals for yourself, do the same thing. So the next step in the four-step transformational process when you make your way into pillar four is to set goals based on emotions. When you do this, you can learn and reprogram your brain for emotional outcomes that will lead you to deep fulfillment, which is the goal. Once that's set, it's time to start setting boundaries and find yourself a mentor team that can support you on your journey to success. So the second step is finding that mentor team. So go ahead and flip to a new piece of paper where you are going to call in the people that are going to support you on this new journey. And I want you to write down these categories, health, romantic relationships, spirituality, friendships, career, finances, personal growth. And underneath each one of these categories, I want you to think about someone in your life that can help support you and hold you accountable 
in each one of these areas. Now, it's important that if you don't have anybody in your close circle, that you start to look outside of yourself for people that can help support you as you begin to make these shifts and changes in your life. And it's also important to remember that sometimes when you're making big life shifts, friends and family members may not be the best people to go to to support you on your journey. What makes a mentor wonderful is someone who can hold you accountable but doesn't let you off the hook. Oftentimes with family members and friends, if you don't meet some sort of accountability goal, they will just let it slide because they're a friend or family member. Whereas if you set up direct mentors for each area of your life that you want to begin to excel in, those mentors and those accountability partners, as I like to call them, will make sure that you are always operating in your highest self. So if you don't currently have a mentor team, this will change your life. I cannot tell you how many people I have now in my circle that are part of my mentor team that I go to for guidance in each one of these areas. I'll also state that as you begin to shift, because this is not going to be the only shift into higher alignment for yourself as you go through your human life, as you begin to shift and as you begin to evolve as a human, your mentor team will also shift and evolve. So if you have these categories down on your piece of paper, make sure that you're always referencing and knowing exactly who you need to go to on your mentor squad to be able to help you and assist you in holding you accountable to making these shifts. As always, coaches are great mentor resources to help you specifically in each one of these areas. I will tell you that if you're looking for a coach, make sure that you really identify one specific area that you want to shift. So for instance, if you want to shift in business, make sure that you find a business coach. If you want to shift in your intimate relationships, find a coach that helps you shift in your intimate relationships. If you want to shift in sexual intimacy, find a coach that specializes in sexual intimacy. There are a lot of coaches out there that are not specific in who they help serve. And so you may not get the breakthroughs that you need in one specific area of your life if you're looking to have a breakthrough there. Also know that your life is connected. So if you have a breakthrough in one area of your life, chances are it's going to bleed into every other area that we outlined in pillar one. So those 12 areas will begin to shift and morph as you start to highlight one area of your life that needs to shift and you start to focus in, set goals, and set the intention to shift in those areas. So now that we've gone through the second step of pillar four, which is finding your mentor team, it's now time to talk about detour accountability. So you've worked through limiting beliefs. You have your strong spiritual foundation. You've done everything that you know to do by utilizing the tools to start to shift your life and begin the process of peeling back the onion layers to let this new version of yourself evolve. But here's the deal. We're human. And sometimes things happen that cause us to take a couple steps back. So the very last step of this four-step transformational process is figuring out your detour accountability. And this comes down to making sure that you have very strong boundaries set in place for yourself and set in place with others that will help you navigate this new normal that you're beginning to step into. So when a detour comes your way, 
you know, okay, I've got to go back into my center. I have to look at the boundaries that I set for myself and for others. And I need to ask myself the question, was a boundary crossed or did I not honor a boundary that has set me back to where I was and taken me two steps back? So if you're new to setting boundaries, I wanted to give you just a quick six-step process that you can start to follow to set boundaries so that you can start to step into these new shifts for yourself. So as you begin to navigate this new normal, the first thing that you want to do is you want to begin to name what makes you feel uncomfortable or stressed. So if you're starting to shift, let's say, in finding time for personal development to pour into yourself... And you're constantly being asked by friends and people that you admire to hang out on the weekends or on nights during the week. And you notice yourself feeling uncomfortable that you're not having the time to pour into your personal development. That is the first thing that you need to name. You need to understand me going out every night during the week and also going out with friends on the weekend is making me feel stressed and uncomfortable because I'm not able to pour into myself. So that's the first step. Name what makes you feel uncomfortable and stressed. The second step is just reassurance to make sure that the boundary does need to be set. Now, if you're setting a boundary with another person, the two questions that I always guide my clients to ask to themselves is, am I being taken advantage of? Am I appreciated? If the first answer is yes, and the second answer is no, that is a sign that there does need to be a boundary. If you're asking for yourself those same two questions, you need to ask yourself, am I honoring myself? Am I appreciating myself? And if the answer is no and no, then again, it's time to set a personal boundary. So you just have to ask yourself those clarifying questions. Is someone taking advantage of me? Is that why I feel like a boundary needs to be set? Am I feeling appreciated? Am I appreciating myself? And your answers to those questions will start to give you insight and really nail in that a boundary needs to be set. The third step is to identify the boundary and why you need to set it. So let's go back to the boundary we set from step one, a feeling like you don't have time for personal growth because you're constantly going out on nights during the week and on the weekends. So the boundary that would need to be set is that on Saturdays, you devote all of your Saturday to personal growth and you time. So the boundary that you need to set for yourself is that on Saturdays, I'm going to devote all of Saturday to personal growth. And why you need to set that, you need to set it so that you don't feel stressed and uncomfortable and you feel like you have your personal growth under control. So you identify the boundary and why you need to set it. And now it's time to deliver the boundary with the guidelines that I'm gonna give you right now. So the first thing I want you to remember if you're delivering a boundary to yourself is to write it down on paper. Be straightforward. Make sure that you use a clear tone, that you do not apologize, and also outline what will happen if the boundary is not met. So if we're using the example again that you need time on Saturdays, the boundary could be Saturday is a time for self-development. I will not be available so that I have time to recharge. That is a boundary that you can set for yourself. That is also a boundary that you can deliver to someone else. So if you have a friend that's asking you to go out on a Saturday, you can tell them, Saturdays are my day for personal development. I will not be available because I need to recharge. That is how you deliver a boundary with a straightforward 
clear tone, without an apology. And then you have to tell yourself, what am I going to do if I do not honor this boundary or if my friend does not honor this boundary? So the very last guideline is to really get clear on what's going to happen if that isn't met. This is going to keep you accountable. The fifth step is to find an unbiased resource that you can rely on for accountability to make sure that the boundary stays met. So this goes back to that second step from the four from the four step transformation from pillar four of finding that mentor team. Go to your mentor team and let them know about the boundaries that you've set for yourself and others so that they can hold you accountable to making sure that it stays met. And then the very last step is step six. If the boundary is not met, so if you have a friend that continues to not honor your boundary, or if you continue to not honor the boundary for yourself, you need to start back from step one and make sure that you increase the severity of the broken boundary. So if you continue to break a boundary, this is a clue that something needs to be healed and that you're not honoring something for yourself. So the very last step is really getting clear on what the new boundaries are going to be as you start to step into this new aligned life for yourself. Boundaries will change your life completely and it will keep you from detouring so far off the road that you can't recorrect to come back into the new space that you want to shift into. Okay, there you have it, a very brief overview of my four pillars of transformation. Please know that this is such an in-depth process and that when clients come to me and I start to work through this entire process with them, it takes at minimum three months to start to elicit any change. When you want to make change in your life, you have to commit, set an intention, and then start to do the work to unpeel years and years and years of conditioning to step into a new version of yourself. If you are ready to claim a new life for yourself and you want to step into a new version of who you know you can become, I invite you to visit the link below and get on the waiting list for the Life Mastery Program that's going to release the beginning of 2021. It will change your life. I promise you that. And being on the waiting list will also get you free access to some new goodies that I'm going to be releasing up until the end of the year. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Balance Boss podcast. If you know someone that can use a little bit more inspiration and balance in their life, please make sure that you share this episode with them. And as always, please make sure that you like and subscribe to the Balance Boss podcast. I am so grateful to have you here as a listener. Feel free to reach out to me at any time if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself. I offer free discovery sessions to see if we'd be a good fit together. My email is lzoller at laurenzoller.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram at laurenzoller. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you again next time.